Good evening, everyone. I'm Leon from SciTech, and tonight I'll be your audio guide to the galaxy. Tonight, we will be looking at a few different objects in the sky and learning about NASA's new flagship observatory, the James Webb Space Telescope. This episode is time to be listened to at 8pm on Friday, December 24th. Make sure you've got this episode downloaded, and once we get started, try to keep your phone screen off so your eyes can adjust to the dark. Before you head outside, make sure you grab some insect repellent, a torch, and a jumper if it's cold. Ready? Let's go. When we look up at the night sky, everything we see tells a story. Whether we're looking at nearby planets or much more distant galaxies, we can pick apart the information carried to us from the incoming light and learn about our universe. But more importantly, we don't just learn about the things out there, we also learn about ourselves. Look to the west and you'll see three bright objects lined up across the sky. The bright one near the horizon is Venus, Saturn is the yellowish faint one in the middle, and the bright one at the top is Jupiter. Scientists have learned that these planets are very different to Earth. Venus is a fiery hellscape. Its surface temperature of 450 degrees makes it an inhospitable wasteland. Jupiter and Saturn, while very pretty, are no less hostile. Massive storms and huge pressures make these worlds unlivable. What we learn is just how special our Earth really is. To help us see the cosmos better, we build telescopes. The best place to put telescopes is up in space, above the atmosphere and away from all the people. This gives them the best view to look out across the universe. You've probably heard of the most famous of these, the Hubble Space Telescope. Launched in 1990, Hubble transformed our understanding of the universe. Look to the north and you'll see the constellation of Orion. The three stars of Orion's belt dotted across the sky are unmissable. And just above Orion's belt, you will see three more bright objects in a diagonal line to the upper right. The middle bright object looks a bit fuzzy, and that's because it is not a star, but a nebula, the Orion Nebula. Peering deep into the Orion Nebula, the Hubble Space Telescope saw that this is a place where stars are being born. Gravity brings dust and gas together and compresses it until eventually a star shines. Studying places like this helped us learn that the Sun, the Earth and all the planets were born 5 billion years ago inside a cloud of dust and gas, just like the Orion Nebula. Hubble can also peer out into the blackness of the night sky and see the most distant galaxies way across the universe and from long ago, being pulled together by gravity, which gives us clues to how our own Milky Way galaxy formed. But Hubble has limitations. While it can see the dust and gas that makes new stars and planets, it can't see through the dust to spot the planets forming. Further out, Hubble can see a lot of galaxies, but not the most distant galaxies. Their light has become so stretched out by the expanding universe that they are not visible to Hubble. Interestingly, both of these problems have the same solution. 
to see through the dust, or to see the most distant galaxies, you need to use a special type of telescope called an infrared telescope. You're probably familiar with infrared technology. It's the same thing that security cameras use to see in the dark, giving them night vision. Maybe you've stood in front of a camera that shows you which parts of your body are hotter or colder. This is an infrared camera. To see all the interesting things that Hubble can't see, we need to use an infrared telescope. And NASA has built just that, the James Webb Space Telescope. Named after James Webb, who was the person in charge of NASA during the 1960s, the Webb Telescope will use infrared technology to see the most distant galaxies, the very first galaxies forming, and help us learn even more about how the Milky Way formed. The signals that Webb will be detecting are very faint and hard to see. Imagine trying to listen to a whisper in the middle of a rock concert. You need to tune out all of that noise. In this case, we need to be careful not to point Webb at anything hot like the sun, or it will drown out these signals from distant galaxies. To do this, Webb has a sun shield, a giant hat if you like, to protect it from the heat of the sun. A special refrigerator will pump liquid helium around to keep the telescope a nice chilly minus 230 degrees Celsius. Webb will also travel into space four times further away than the moon, putting it far away from the infrared noise of Earth. Webb is too big to fit inside a rocket, so to launch the telescope, NASA had to figure out a way to make it fold up much smaller. Have you ever seen a telescope that can fold? Me neither. Building a foldable telescope presented huge challenges for the engineers, but they made it work. Then came the endless testing. The building of Webb was finished a few years ago, but they've been testing it ever since. During one test, the sun shield that protects the telescope ripped open, but most importantly, this happened here on the ground, so they were able to fix it and get it working again. There won't be this opportunity once the telescope is in space. Being so far away from Earth means that if something goes wrong, then there is no way for astronauts to go up and fix it. And this means that everything on Webb has to go right and has to work perfectly for 5, 10, or maybe even 15 years. As of this recording, the telescope is launching from French Guiana in South America at 8.20pm tomorrow night on December 25th. You can watch the launch live at www.nasa.gov forward slash NASA live. It is worth mentioning, however, that the launch has already been delayed because of bad weather, and the forecast at the launch site is looking stormy, so don't be too surprised if it gets pushed back further. Check the NASA website regularly for the latest updates. When the Hubble telescope launched in 1990, we knew we would see interesting things but nobody foresaw the profound effect it would have on us as a species. Seeing Hubble views of thousands of galaxies together in a single picture profoundly changed humanity's understanding of our place in the cosmos. Now, in the 21st century, the James Webb Space Telescope will take the next step. The successor to Hubble, able to see things further than the most powerful telescopes ever built, beyond what the human eye can see and beyond what the human mind can imagine. I can't wait to find out what we discover with the James Webb Space Telescope. That's it for this episode of the Audio Guide to the Galaxy. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you again soon. And remember, 
Knowing stuff makes you cool.